There's nothing. You're... I'm an empty hole. And I like vampires. Because I love the vampire as a metaphor for like a, a penetrative force. I think they're wasting a pretty big opportunity. <laughs> it's definitely not just a guy vaping off screen. I can't wait to find out together. Welcome to The Vampire Journals, a podcast about the vampire diaries. I am your host, Morgan Ormond. I'm the writer of the Earthbreak podcast starring Jenny Slate. Beside me is my co-host, Eleanor Haney. Yeah, hi, hello. Eleanor's a writer. She is an expert on vampire fiction. Extremely important for this podcast. So The Vampire Diaries is an American supernatural teen drama, for anyone who doesn't know, that aired on the CW between 2009 and 2017. It was developed by Kevin Williamson and Julie Pleck, who previously did Dawson's Creek. And it's based on a, a popular book series of the same name written by L.J. Smith. It stars Nina Dobrev as our main character, Elena Gilbert, who falls in love with a blood-sucking hunko named Stefan Salvatore, played by Paul Wesley. This is an incredibly basic description of what essentially is the Tiger King of vampire dramas. Gotcha, gotcha. So I've seen all eight glorious seasons several times. Eleanor here is just starting her journey with fresh eyes. I will not be divulging any spoilers as we go episode by episode, but I will be asking Eleanor and a few of our guests uh, their own predictions based on background and expertise. So please, if you're listening and you want to have some fun with us, watch along, or if you prefer, let us watch it so that you don't have to. What I really want to do is look at the show through a critical lens and try to answer these questions. Is this show actually good? What defines good? How is this show so critically and simultaneously loved and hated? We'll probably be able to answer this within eight seasons of content. Do you think so? I think that eight seasons is probably just enough, yeah. Okay. If we can't, we're terrible. We're Mm -hmm. terrible people and we should feel bad. Yeah. (laughs) On to the episode proper. With us today to share the delights of the Vampire Diaries... Our good friends, Hannah Chiapanos and Bridget Woodbury, experts in theoretical locations and the impact of supernatural phenomena on climate. Bridget Woodbury, say something about yourself, please. Hi, yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. New to the investigation of Mystic Falls, but we've previously conducted research on such fictional locations as Rosewood, Pennsylvania, Neptune, mm. California, and Sunnydale, California. Mm. Neptune was Florida, right? I don't think so. Wasn't Veronica and, Mars in Florida? And I'm the expert. You are the expert. That's my bet. I'm the fog one. I don't want to there's there's just it's a rich text it's a rich rich text and both of us though we are pioneers in our respective fields this is our first viewing of this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of this documentary but I have quite a bit of primary and secondary source um, information about Mystic Falls and I look forward Mm. to sharing that with the group wonderful So without further ado, we start the pilot with a first-person voiceover, which we learn later sounds like the voice of Stefan Salvatore, a vampire. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm a vampire. 
and this is my story. Mm-hmm. So I just want to point out that, okay, he's indicated that all of this show is from his point of view, but this actually never comes back around. I would also like to point out that at the very beginning of the Vampire Diaries, he says it's his vampire story <laughs> as he's writing into what is clearly a diary. Yeah, Stefan has a diary. Yeah, it's his vampire diary. Mm-hmm. But like every time, okay, Elena has a diary and uh-huh. she refers to it as such. Yes. And at a point in the pilot, she and Stefan have a conversation <sighs> in which they both bond over their love of uh, the epistolary, mm-hmm. right? Writing down their feelings. Mm-hmm. But his gets referred to as a journal. And it's like, no, he is the vampire. It is his vampire diary. Hey. We don't need to gender it. Eleanor, <laughs> I have a question. Yes. So do you think that mm-hmm. by Stefan writing in his journal and referring uh-huh. to his lived thoughts and experiences as a uh-huh. story, he is presenting himself as an unreliable narrator? Oh, like whatever he's saying happened is perhaps like his own interpretation of his stalking of a 17 year old. Yeah. Like maybe in real life, she wasn't cool with him standing outside her house so much (laughs) in the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if she was, I feel like someone shouldn't have been. I, I think everyone's forgetting that in Boone County, mm-hmm. Virginia, um, men get to do whatever they want near women. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that part of the bylaws of their county? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wait, Bridget, is Mystic Falls a real place? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would not be something I could tell you about if it were. Um, but in the... Right, because uh, you, you focus on the theoretical. On the theoretical locations. Um, the t- name of the town in the book series is Fells Church, which had oh, to be changed. Oh, I see why that had to be changed. <laughs> um, there's a regional competitor here in the Baltimore DC corridor. Uh, it's in Virginia. Yeah. It's called- yeah there's a Falls oh. Church. Falls Church. Oh, I see. Which- so they couldn't use the name of a real. Mm-hmm. The last time I heard about Falls Church is because there was a murder there. So that's actually... Oh, no. I had a therapist in Falls, Falls Church. You had a therapist? That fits perfectly with the Mystic Falls, though, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. I have a follow-up question yeah. about uh, your research into Mystic Falls. Mm-hmm. How is the pizza there? <laughs> I think they're wasting a pretty big opportunity. <laughs> And also, has Annabeth Gish ever frequented these the location? I um I can't tell you that for sure about Fells Church slash Mystic Falls, mm-hmm. but a faithful recreation of the city has been made in a town in Georgia. No, um, is that what they filmed? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. the Mystic Grill is a real place. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And celebrities often take the tour, the vampire. Celebrities tour. take the tour? Mm-hmm. Only celebrities? celebrities? It's a celebrity only vampire tour. I, did. oh I didn't say uh, like which level of celebrity. 
Um, my favorite <laughs> little tidbit about that is that the stars of this uh, television program sometimes go back and take the tour. That's adorable, oh, yeah. actually. That's pretty cute. I think it gotcha. really depends how many times I've taken the tour. <laughs> That's true. I also think it might just be a good little ego boost, but imagine just showing up to the like tour of your show that you know that probably only super fans go to and just stand there like looking mysteriously out of a window like that was me me. i did this but what a huge (laughs) risk like how humiliating if you're standing on the tour and no one is like (gasps) i feel like it's got to be pretty safe (laughs) like if there's anywhere where you feel like you can count well it depends listen i think it actually there's there's clearly a hierarchy uh, mm. on the show that's established by the eyebrow width. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yes, um, I felt that even like 10 years ago when I started watching this, it was like subliminal messaging mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, the, the bushier the eyebrow, the more I liked them instinctively. And I didn't even realize it until it was pointed out to me very <laughs> mockingly. <laughs> Which honestly makes the show very ahead of its time. Because I feel like the beauty standard yes. in 2009 was like an extremely thin eyebrow. Well, we had not we had left mm-hmm. the ultra thin of 2002. Okay. And we were veering towards the beautiful, verdant, bushy brow mm-hmm. that we now see mm-hmm. today. Yeah, of the current to era. See some density representation Absolutely. in these eyebrows. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, Morgan, did were, were you saying that you watched this while it was first airing? Um, I think it was already two or three seasons in when I started. Okay. Um, but I stuck with it all the way to the end of season eight. And I remember uh, there's a lot of jump the shark moments. Um, but I times? stuck with so many. <laughs> and like, it just gets crazier and crazier. And I just, whenever I go back to rewatch, I, I start halfway through season one. Okay. And... It's almost like not the same show anymore. And I go, whoa, everyone is babies. And I was actually telling Eleanor this earlier where, you know how there's, there's a lot of shows that if they go on for too long, it ends up like ruining their characters. Vampire Diaries does the opposite where the characters get much better over time. And I guess you're more invested in their craziness. Start bad. And yeah, going back to the pilot now mm. ruins the characters for Interesting. me. They're like sort of just a grape water compared to the fine wine <laughs> they mature into. Yeah. It's basically a cup of water with several grapes in it. <laughs> <laughs> they need the they need the big foot of good writing to come smush <laughs> them into <laughs> smush them into yeah. a future wine. Famously yeah, they need like the wine. Italian grandmothers yes. of like conflict. <laughs> and boy does this show the love conflict critical reception <laughs> i love these beautiful transitions morgan that you're doing at exactly the wrong uh point and everyone else talking <laughs> um you just did like a really lovely transition back to the pilot but hannah wasn't done oh i'm okay. sorry i was saying dumb stuff that's on me no yeah. that's fine you know what as the host 
You need to be able to cut the riffs. Okay, cutting the riffs. <laughs> you need to be able to say riff over. Alternately, we talk for eight hours and you pull the yeah. best 45 minutes. <laughs> That's actually not terrible. Where it's just like, you get just like a little sampling from the smorgasbord that is. <laughs> Eleanor. Yes. I'd like you to take me through some of the first few scenes. For example, we, we kind of cold open mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a random couple driving at night. Yes. Is this a regular trope in vampire fiction? Yeah, I feel like supernatural stuff in general, and maybe even also like procedural crime stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like whenever you see a couple who has like chemistry, Mm -hmm. but they're talking about something that's not that deep, you're like, they're about to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's just, yeah, it's a couple, they're talking about a concert that wasn't a James Blunt concert, uh, and then they hit someone with their car because the road has been so fogged up and they stop to, you know, check on the man they Mm -hmm. have hit and they get vampired, Mm -hmm. which um, starts the show off with a unintentional lesson about the benefits of hit and run driving. Yes. Keep going. (laughs) No, don't keep going. Maybe in Mystic Falls, this fictional vampire setting, Mm. you should because (laughs) anyone is vampires. Yeah, yeah, vampires could be anyone. Yeah. To be fair, vampires are new on the scene. <laughs> That's true. They don't. Are they? Are they? <gasps> um, <laughs> um, if, if I may, I have a little bit of a side interest in tarot music of the era. Mm-hmm. Um, and immediately after that man disparaged James Blunt, um, <laughs> A song by Matt Kearney started playing. <laughs> so his choice to say, um, we don't need a second James Blunt just before that orchestration choice, I thought was really poignant. Wow. Do you know what would have been great? If they had both been killed and then the camera pans up to reveal James Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also the show is actually called The Vampire Diaries, colon, James Blunt's Revenge. I thought yeah. Eleanor was going to say that he was playing You're Beautiful. <laughs> um, now- which, which would be uh, an homage to everyone in this show. Yeah, which would have been an accurate comment. It would have been an homage the to the casting choices. Yeah. Um, um, hey- and also a terrifying song to be killed too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Morgan, you... Yes. Or maybe it was Eleanor. Uh, someone has mentioned my special interest, which mm-hmm. is the climate phenomena that uh, is caused by a supernatural presence. And I would like to just take a moment to talk about fog. What Please fog do. can Let's... do for me, what fog can do for you. I really want to talk about the fog. I have some takes, um, but I want to hear yours. Start with the science. Well, yeah, we'll start We'll start with the science for sure, which is that fog definitely can come out of nowhere. It can roll in on the ground exclusively, um, and it can kind of just like creep around you while you're sitting against a gravestone. Mm. And it's definitely not just a guy vaping off screen. <laughs> and... <laughs> And it's also uh, something that can be very mystically controlled by eyebrows. Mm, yes. Yes. Now, yeah. in the Bible, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck, we're doing this, okay. Fog often <laughs> precedes great revelations, whereas browning has it represent 
approaching death. Now, I think that isolatory fog can represent a transformation into the unreal. And yes, I am absolutely quoting from an unlisted University of Michigan page on symbolism. (laughs) But the thing to really focus on here is what is the show trying to tell us about when the fog comes in? It is not Mm -hmm. just a tool used by a new vampire on the block who wants to fuck with a different vampire. It's more than that. What the fog is showing us is that people should be scared of what they cannot see. Mm. Nighttime is spooky. Mm-hmm. And this guy has a real aesthetic that he's honed in on also. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the guy for a second because we haven't really gotten into who the players are. We have Elena Gilbert, our main character, human. Her parents passed away recently enough, I think like four or five months ago. She's sad writing in her journal. Sorry, diary. Thank you. This is our journal. She's a girl. <laughs> She's a girl. A um, and someone shows up to school. Ooh, this person, new hunko, wearing sunglasses and a leather jacket rolls up into this high school, registers, there's a problem with the registration, um, but he kind of, what, oh, oh no, he can't register, he has no immunization records. Also, it makes total sense, he's never been vaccinated. It's funny to me, he's never been vaccinated. (laughs) He could be carrying smallpox into the school. (laughs) Stefan Salvatore is not his real name. His real name is Stefan McCarthy from his <laughs> mother, Jenny. He is actually how Virginia got COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he uses like a Jedi mind trick mm. and gets his way onto the registration roll. Meanwhile, he's walking down the hall and everyone turns heads. Everyone wants in his pants. Yeah. He meets Elena as she's coming out of the boys' bathroom because she was in there being a narc to her younger brother, Jeremy, who was super high. Yeah, she was telling him he was destroying his life with the weed. Yes. (laughs) Just let the boy live. His parents died. Yeah, his parents just died. Yeah. And nobody's like, they don't mention he's going to a psychiatrist or anything. Mm -mm. This teenager is Mm self-medicating. It's not his fault. He's doing his best. Yeah, everyone on this show self-medicates and no one talks to anyone. <laughs> it's very great. Southern Gothic, honestly. <laughs> it's it's kind of like one of those reality shows where they stick a bunch of people in a house and then they don't help them. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was I getting at? Oh yeah, we're getting to who does the fog, right? Yes. Um, turns out Stefan <gasps> has a brother. <gasps> a hotter brother. A hotter brother. Bushier interesting. Worse haircut, hotter personality. Yes. Okay. I remember this being a point of contention back in the day on which was the hotter brother. So I think it's very bold of Eleanor to just come out and... I mean, would we all like to declare teams? Mm, I would. It's early for teams, but... yeah, I switch think later. Yeah, I think it's you only responsible to declare teams. Mm. I mean, the show itself switches teams constantly. So it's only right for us to be able to switch teams based on how the the episode at the time is influencing our smushy gray matter. Yeah, and I'm not asking anyone to commit to an opinion, 
for eight seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a as a group of uh primarily bisexuals, I think that we can switch teams as often as is necessary. <laughs> Thank you for making the joke because the phrase switch teams got said 30 seconds, so like 30 times in the past times. <laughs> Well, I would never let any, a low-hanging fruit go unpicked. <laughs> Amen. Speaking of bisexuality, um, I am... I am always split between Damon and Caroline, who's the blonde one, right? Okay, Caroline, Caroline is yeah. so cute in a way that I like because she looks like the type of character who would immediately be demonized by the show, mm-hmm. and like. Like, oh, well, this is a pretty persnickety blonde, so she's evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hannah does have a bit of a complex about blonde characters. I just think, <laughs> so, yes, it's hot that blondes are always evil, but it's also, there's so much range here for us. Like, we we are more, we are more than just... <laughs> and just, just your evilness. Just for the sake of, like, listeners who can't see our faces hannah's the only blonde one here <laughs> yeah. you're a blonde representation this yes caroline is giving me excellent blonde representation um and i'm i'm very excited to see where it goes yeah i i it's unfortunate that um when i first started watching this show i did fall into the trap of letting myself believe that caroline would just be another preppy cheerleader annoying blonde ditzy high school girl that i is this a bad thing yeah i love a blonde ditzy high school girl well now i do yeah 10 years ago yeah we were all different people 10 years ago our culture was very anti everything that any woman could do and most of my life i was actually i was goth so yeah it was just like an instinct that was your natural enemy yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have a lot of fun talking about caroline um in later episodes Mm. cut to elena brooding in a cemetery sorry did anybody pick teams just then (gasps) oh we did (laughs) a long bit about it yeah i'm damon yeah yeah everyone knows i'm damon Okay. I I did not know that. Um, although I think it's hilarious that you're like everyone knows. <laughs> I'm sorry, Damon apologist Morgan. It's been so, it's been ten years pro Damon. <laughs> I just assume everyone knows by now. That's a loud American. Right now, I am Team Vicky because mm. she fought off a would-be rapist and Mm -hmm. then got bit up by a vamp and i think that's such a fucking strong foundation for a character Mm -hmm. very yeah i'm really excited to see what goes on with her um and also definitely i always love an evil guy who's having fun being evil so that's very fun about damon but his brother has the better eyebrows interesting (gasps) Very interesting. Fight me. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually also gonna go eyebrows on uh, this one. Eyebrows win. I think one day I'll find a woman whose team I want to be on in this show. But for mm-hmm. now, I'm gonna take a lush brow. Mm. Okay. Mm. So Stefan 
for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so our households are pitted against one yeah. another. <laughs> yeah. Two households, both alike in dignity. <laughs> in fair Baltimore, we lay our seat. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to call dibs on the Montagues. Ooh. Mm. That's because <laughs> they've got Tibble, right? John Leguizamo was really good in that. He was so good. Yeah, and I will say, I feel like Damon uh-huh. is sort of the Mercutio, mm-hmm. vibe-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, like, just kind of yes. Big mm-hmm. agree. And evil. Not this, even evil, mischievous. This is kind of like a Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Wow, both of them. Our lives yeah. together? Yeah. <laughs> All of us are Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it's bisexuals who are constantly switching who is with. <laughs> Um, so fog rolls into the cemetery. Again, there's more crows. There's a lot of crows. Our vampire Damon does admit later to Stefan that the crows and the fog are his trick. He's like, have you like my little trick? (laughs) Little tricky trick? Yeah. Which is very- They're my illusions, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very strange for me because- this never comes back. What? Wait, this was our Wait, one. Wait, he never makes fog again? Yeah, so he vampires... Do fog and crows. He, he never does fog and crows again. This is the one spoiler I will give you, but... This he, is heartbreaking. He never does fogs and crows again. My heart is broken. What about cat sleep? And also, they, they never established that in lore that's something a vampire could do. So, just canonically, he had a fog machine. So that's why it looks like a fog machine. Oh, that was a character choice. <laughs> Another thing that they kind of establish once in a while they'll do it, but I think they don't do it often because budget mm. is that during the cold open, the woman mm. gets grabbed off screen by going up. Yeah. It's like oh, assuming a- that vampires can fly. Yeah. Or at least do like a sort of yeah. big, jump, big jump. I did I did notice that when she was dropped or when no when her date was dropped onto the hood of his car, um, that he fell from above and there are yeah. no trees above. There are no trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes more sense when that happens in the woods. Mm. The vampires are in the trees jumping from branch to branch like feral cats. Always. Much like in Twilight. <laughs> Twilight. But yeah, unlike in Twilight, I think vampires can fly or float or whatever. They can they can do the big jump. They can do the big jump. Okay. I don't I don't remember I've been binging this for uh, recently. I'm on like season five uh-huh. again. I don't remember big jumps. Or flying or floating. I've only seen vampires kind of jump from a high place and be fine and land gracefully. I might be wrong. We it's we'll see. Yeah, I can't wait to find out together. (laughs) I do want to ask Bridget. Yeah. Yes. About uh, speaking of like theoretical locations, Mm -hmm. the idea of uh, Stefan just showing up at Elena's house. And, and not being able to cross the threshold. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's kind of your hot take on that? Well, as, as we all know, um, Mystic Falls is located in central Virginia. Um, and the population <laughs> is merely 6,924. <laughs> so I, I think um, I think it's sort of like pitch that he just asked a person where she lived isn't... Um, unrealistic but i do want to to mention that as 
I believe Eleanor said uh, that stranger is not an ally. Um, <laughs> yeah. To women. Yeah. Whoever told her, <laughs> told him where um, she yeah, did not think it through. But Central Virginia, famously in Virginia. Yeah. Which wow. is in the South. Okay. Then I'm just mm-hmm. going to let that lie. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But you do see some manners and decorum when he declines to enter her home without an invitation. That's, yeah, Southern hospitality. Yeah, yeah. Really. Stalking is fine. But is you wouldn't it? want to interrupt anyone's evening at home. It's romantic. Stalking yeah. is fine, Bridget Woodbury. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's It's romantic me. to be outside a lady's window whenever she might be distressed. Mm. yeah it's like he's fascinated by her but he's also a consent king (laughs) who will not literally break into her home i realize now that the bar is low Uh i was gonna say maybe like a uh like a consent prince Mm. yeah like a nice he has yet to ascend to the he's he's not yet anointed shall we yeah there is like the more like metaphory end of it thing where it's like the whole episode, she's like sad about her dead parents. And she's like, I can't talk to anyone about my dead parents. But then she talks to him about her dead parents. Wow. And then at the very end, she's like, yeah, come on in. As in to say, this is my emotional landscape mm-hmm. that you're now a part of. Wow. And I welcome you. Welcome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Be part of my life now. Mm. Um, and I, I, something else worth mentioning, I think, is that when he, she finally invites Stefan into her house, the music playing is Never Say Never by The Fray. Um, <laughs> so certainly placing us vividly in a specific mm-hmm. moment in time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those words themselves, like never say never to inviting never. a vampire into mm-hmm. your house. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> but sometimes say never. Maybe. Don't never say, say never. sometime. Never say no. Never say always. Always say sometimes. Always say sometimes. That one's very safe. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is this podcast about? Speaking of musical moments, can I ask for everyone's takes on the Kate Bush cover that plays at like yes. a? Mm-hmm. I think when they revealed that she resembles his, I'm assuming yeah. former love. Was well, uh, Zach was talking about Stefan coming back into mm-hmm. Stefan looking at Catherine's picture. Yes. Uh, during a scene, Stefan is in his home, and it's his old family home he's come back to. And Stefan takes takes a journal out, one of his many journals, diaries, <laughs> and there's a picture of Elena in old timey fashion, looking great, like. Like, looking fantastic. Looking good, Southern, feeling good. Southern Belle. But the bottom of the picture says Catherine 1894. Wow. That's a long I time ago. Have, yeah. I should have taken notes on specifics. <laughs> no, that sounds right. It's 1800s for sure. Yes. Yeah. I, may, I may have a primary source open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what was the town of Mystic Falls like in that era? <laughs> Um, one um, moment, I'm just they do they do discuss the Civil War, mm, yeah. Um, yeah, very it's briefly, and the town's yeah. history mm-hmm. in it. So I'm I, I'm looking forward to Bridget's. Um, yeah, I, my understanding is that um, it was founded uh, <laughs> during the Viking era. 
What? I uh Mystic Dolls? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Wait, are you looking into Vampire Diaries lore or actual Virginia lore? Are they not one and the same, Morgan? I'm looking at okay, an so- important and reputable source, which is uh vampirediaries.fandom.com. Oh, okay. so this um, might be this might be a little a preview. Hmm. Yeah. A little preview. A little spoily. A little spoily for us. Not a full spoily. Just no, not a full placing spoilie. Placing the town in a moment in time. Which makes no sense. <laughs> I, the best not much I does. think make no sense. I have to agree with you, comrade. <laughs> Solidarity. <laughs> and, and also by the time we get to any of this actual information, like making light in the show, you might have forgotten all yeah, about Yeah, we will this. deeply. Can't wait. Can't wait to forget all of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's either that or I spend every episode... Looking for Viking for Viking clues. Yeah. <laughs> Stefan. Next episode, Stefan comes to school with a big old ponytail and braids. Hannah's actually <laughs> wearing that um, Viking soprano outfit. Yes, I've got my helmet with the horns and the Madonna cone bra. Yes, and I've got two long blonde braids. Okay, so actually, sorry. Last thing. Um, yes. Elena's address. Is on <laughs> fandom.com. Oh my god, oh, no, they, they doxed her. Got it. They doxed Elena. <laughs> What's her address? Uh, oh my god, let's sign her up for some annoying magazines. <laughs> now we've doxed her. I oh think no. you should probably bleep we can that bleep out. That. We can, yeah. <laughs> More is this a real? This isn't a real person. I mean, though. there definitely has to be a everywhere. I wonder if Literally there's one in Falls Church. <laughs> don't, don't. Like, there's, like Mystic Falls isn't real. So nobody can go to Maple Street yeah, and I'm Mystic Falls. I'm glad that Morgan might bleep something found on Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, like, really hope that both happens and makes it into the podcast. It sets a real tone for this piece. Yeah. Okay. Also, bleep things to make it sound like we cuss more. <laughs> Moving on. We do have... Another character I want to talk about, Bonnie Bennett. Mm, I love her. Stan. Yeah. I stan. You yeah. stan? Mm-hmm. Anyone have any predictions for her? What do you, what, what oh, do you what do we have on? to do? Psychic the psychic now? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I think that she's going to time travel. Ooh. At some point. <gasps> Whoa! That's bold. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm going for like, I, I'm throwing long here. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. There are eight seasons, so I feel like yeah, that's cast a wide net. Ooh, okay, okay. Mm. I want her to form a coven. Yeah, I would love that. Wait, could we maybe write a predictions list? <gasps> yes. All right, all right. So we've got time travel, start a coven. I'm writing this in the notes app as though it's a list for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for later. Um, Dentist, time travel, coven. Are these predictions or personal fantasies? I think, I think. Well, why not both? How little can you, column, how can you honestly column. extricate the two? Hmm. I don't know if there's there's too much in the pilot to accurately predict. Mm. It's, I mean, the pilot does have a lot. Each episode mm. has a lot that happens in yeah. it. I mean, her saying, I know I'm not a psychic, but I think I predicted this. Like, we know she's a psychic. Right. We can pretty much. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, we we have um, the kids at a after school party mm. in the oh, woods a, at night. A teen hang, teen hang. Everyone's drinking, doing drugs, hanging out by the fire. And what drugs are, are they doing? Because so far, all we the only reference that we have to what the drug is is when Vicky set like refers to pharmaceuticals. Yeah, and yeah. there's actually one kid calls Jeremy Elena's brother. A crackhead. I think it was just just him being rude because there's absolutely no way that Jeremy is doing crack cocaine. Right, and maintaining that flawless complexion. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, just like, I feel like he he wasn't acting. I... No, yeah, there's, there's I feel like the show's not going there. The show didn't show any crack cocaine. It's 2009, which means it's it's pills and weed. Yeah, yeah, the show did show pills. The show yeah, okay. showed Jeremy putting two pills in Vicky's hand. Yeah, so maybe like Adderall. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and this was like right before Tyler, mm-hmm. another character, comes on the scene, starts making out with Vicky in front mm-hmm. of Jeremy. Yeah, and was being super rude about it. And we get the little background information that Jeremy and Vicky Donovan. Oh, here's oh, I have another wait. I have another prediction. Jeremy gets eaten. Jeremy Ooh. gets eaten. Okay, Jeremy gets eaten. Put that down. Um, and then the vampire that eats him gets high. Um, I I just want to like add a little thought I have about what drugs Jeremy specifically might be doing. Um, I wonder if, like me, he has any responsible psychiatrist that prescribed him too much Xanax mm. for yes. his like devastating life circumstances. Mm. Parents drowning um, four months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we do, the show does establish that Jeremy and Vicky were fucking all summer. And that Vicky... Sorry, I love the newscaster voice. (laughs) (laughs) And that Vicky, now that school has started, wants nothing to do with him. She's with Tyler now. Sounds like a... I don't know. Jeremy thinks it's a pity thing, but... Yeah. But then later on, Uh Vicky pretty much outright says, I know that you like me, or you're trying to, like, get to me emotionally... But then you're just going to use me and leave me. So she's so. like, she's like, oh, I'm getting with jerks to protect myself. Yeah. yeah. A tale as old as time. Her foil to Elena, who ends the episode by letting someone in. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Wow. How long do we think it's going to take Vicky to invite a vampire into her house? Okay, so straight up. Three episodes. I, well, okay, yeah. So I think, I don't want Morgan to spoil anything, but I think there's a there's a rich ground for Vicky to be a vamp. Ooh. Seeing as she has gotten bit now. Yeah, she could Great just, like, client. be about to turn into a vampire. So maybe never. We don't yet know what the lore in this show is surrounding a new vampire. Yeah. How how does one get skyered? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dating advice for Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also at this party, Bonnie Bennett touches Elena's hand Mm. and has a vision. She sees fog and crows and darkness. What do you think that means? I think it means fog's crows darkness. Could be sensing that Damon is here with mm-hmm. the fog machine. Because mm-hmm. you've established that that doesn't happen again. Yep. So I think maybe it's just more a metaphor for the vampires are coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would accept that. Batten down the hatches, as it were. And Hannah, what do you think is going on with Bonnie's do you think it's actually a a psychic thing 
Um, yes, I absolutely think it's a psychic thing in the show with vampires. And I think that also it's very likely that it's not just psychicness. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably a great range of powers that she has. Now she referenced mm. her Grim Graham giving her yeah. advice on psychiatry. And I I think I think that'll be a rich vein to tap. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah, she said her family was descended from Salem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, she, yeah, she's going to have powers. Do we think a spell book is going to make an appearance? I would love to see I a grimoire. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Yum. Yum. I think we're nailing it. We know what we like. Before it ends, Vicky Donovan gets attacked in the woods. Yes. During the party. So there is an attempted sexual assault. Jeremy comes on the scene, breaks up Vicky and, and Tyler um, and, and prevents anything from going further, which fantastic of him. But, uh, you know, Vicky uh, gets mad and storms off. And when she's alone in the woods, we have the fog roll in mm-hmm. and she gets attacked. He does look like he might own a fog machine. <laughs> he does look like he does vape. <laughs> And Vicky gets attacked by a vampire, but <gasps> she's alive. What do we think the bite marks are from? I assumed it was Damon. <laughs> a <What>? snake? <laughs> no, I lie. A mountain lion? <laughs> she was mauled by a dingo. There was a fire, so maybe they were doing s'mores and like one of those like <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah what if there's actually like nobody gets killed by a vampire in this show (laughs) it's just a bunch of really unfortunate coincidences (laughs) we do we do find out later it is damon he does he does uh you're correct he does admit it later when stefan says that she didn't die you're getting sloppy damon responds uh oh emma you know it's a problem for you just a reminder that you guys are into that apparently am i (laughs) oh yeah because you're team damon that's what bridget oh yeah 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 (laughs) and Um, you're like oh this guy anyway (laughs) (laughs) like that's part of the appeal is that he's stupid i did state earlier that this show when in the early stages uh does ruin my favorite characters for me Mm. so i'm not really on anyone's team Mm. in this pilot that's very neutral observer (laughs) everyone's super bitchy (laughs) even stefan stefan says some pretty mean stuff i will always stand a character that just shows up and goes, I'm really me. <laughs> that's everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're your friends, I think. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why you hang out with us, probably. Vicky is in the hospital, and she wakes up. Matt Donovan's there. Matt, um, her younger brother, who dated Elena previously. Wow. And Vicky whispers, vampire. Yeah. And then the and show the ends. song playing in mm. the background. Yeah. <laughs> Is a song called Siren Song by Bat for Lashes. Bat for Lashes. So I'm wondering now, based on what Hannah's posited, if that's implying to us that Mm -hmm. she's now a vampire. Mm, Because Bat. What are the lyrics? The Siren Bat. A Siren (laughs) Feels like it makes. um, I'm just realizing they might be in Police Sirens, but let's see what the lyrics Um, are. Okay. Oh. 
There's a lyric in it, till the siren come, calling, calling. It's driving me evil, evil, evil. So like, oh, she's going to get turned into a vampire. Totally. <laughs> she's going to get vampirized. Mm. Mm. I think that's episode one, um, mm-hmm. our pilot episode mm-hmm. of the pilot episode of the Vampire Diaries. Strong pilot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think considering yeah. how terrible it could have been. Yeah. Um, it does start strong. I, I will say that I don't really go by season, how good or bad it is. I go by plot lines. Wow. Okay. Because I have certain plot lines I really like and mm-hmm. certain plot lines I think are really dumb. But yeah, as a pilot, it definitely like introduced all of the characters. Mm-hmm. I could tell them all apart. Yeah. Even though they all kind of dressed similarly yeah. and were like equally hot. But with with the dialogue, um, it is it is a very expositiony show. Yes. But I also it helps define how trashy it is because I love to laugh at it too. Yeah, like it's got that that soap opera quality where someone's like Lucas, my long lost brother, who has previously fought <laughs> with my sister. Like you know, there's kind of like I I kind of love that. Yeah, yeah. It it takes the soap opera formula. It puts it in a fun teen drama Make it with passion. supernatural elements. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it yeah. works. Can I, this is not a good thing to end on. So so like, okay, either we need to talk, no, either we need to talk about something else after it or just cut this. I love <laughs> Christian Siriano, the fashion designer. He has a lot to answer for in that he is the person that introduced the Yo. phrase hot tea slur mess. Mm-hmm. Which then everyone thought it was okay to use mm-hmm. because it aired on his season of Project Runway. Oh, really? And it was like his catchphrase. Okay. So like when they're saying that in the high school early on in the pilot. Yes. And Wait, like one of them says say it that? and Elena's they, there's like a point. It's it's, a, it's like a drop, like real Whoa. quick drop. It's a quick line where one of them is like, I think it's Bonnie is like, are we still saying like that phrase? And Elena's like, nah, we're not saying that anymore. It's and over. it's not, yeah. she, I, I got the impression she's not saying that because she's like, it's a slur. She's saying that because it's not that's cool an ex- anymore. That's an <laughs> phrase. Yeah, it's not yeah. cool anymore. Yeah. Can we talk about how Bonnie claimed to predict Heath Ledger? Oh, <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah, she was like, Bonnie said, I predicted Obama and Heath Ledger. And those are two wildly different things to happen. And then she said she still thinks that Florida's going to disconnect from the United States and become, and become a resort island. island. Right. That, yeah, that I mean, actually, that might be true. That feels Does true. that happen in the Vampire Diaries? Spoilers. <laughs> it's still up in the air, I think, whether this is a good show or not. We haven't figured it out in one episode. I think we're going to have to watch more. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And that concludes our pilot episode of the pilot episode of the Vampire Diaries. This has been the Vampire Journals. Please join us next time for the second episode. Does anyone here want to drop anything about themselves before we end? I live at... (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, Bridget has a real plug. You can... Find mostly non-vampire, but still vaguely spooky content through Mm -hmm. my business, Galaxy Brain Design. Instagram is where the most fun stuff is. Awesome. Yeah. That's just at Galaxy Brain Design. You got it. Cool. Yeah.
You uh-huh. said that was Galaxy Brain Design at Galaxy Brain Design. <laughs> 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 I really want Hannah to plug Wednesday's Instagram. Oh, yes. And you can follow our dog, Wednesday the Bat, <laughs> at Wednesday the Bat Instagram. <laughs> she does have a wish list. She has. Oh, yes. Jeannie <laughs> has made her an Amazon wish list like she's an OnlyFans. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and Shane's her only fan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and share and follow us on Twitter at Journals Podcast. <laughs>